It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. With the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts are Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They're ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, 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 plan, plan, thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Mark Haywood with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. After all, we want you to thrive in retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. All right. Your questions are on deck. It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. Alexis has a question for us here on Retirement Income Solutions. She writes in from Byron and says, My husband is 13 years older than me, and he's retiring next year. The only life insurance he has is provided by his job, so he'll have none when he retires. Should I take a policy out on him since I'll probably outlive him by several years? It's a very good question, Alexis. Thanks for giving us a shout out here and, and writing to us. Uh, life insurance is always a great uh, tool to use for a lot, you know income replacement of something of that nature. But if you're talking about retirement, uh, then lifetime uh, income retirement, uh, and in this case, uh, trying to replace uh, income uh, that may be substituted for uh, lack of a pension or spending down of other assets, uh, there may be a lot of reasons to look at life insurance. Uh, I wouldn't say definitely you need to. What I would say to you, Alexis, is it's important that you understand how life insurance might fit into an overall retirement income plan and not just run out and buy maybe a term life that's going to expire in 10 or 15 years. You need something more permanent than that because if, if you buy something that gets too expensive, you won't keep it anyway. So how does the life insurance fit in? What is the purpose of the life insurance is what you need to define is it solely just because he he can spend down or take a less uh, a greater number on his pension and spend down his assets leaving you without anything it should be part of a comprehensive retirement income plan and that's what we call our lifetime income blueprint so give us a call and let's sit down and we can help you through this to understand when and if you should actually purchase life insurance Ted writes in with a question. Ted is in Macon. And Ted says, I really want to protect my retirement money. I'm not a big risk taker at all. But I also feel like I should be getting a better return than the stable value fund in my 401k provides. Should I loosen up and be more aggressive? Ted, that's a great question. You know, a, a big part of when you should take less risk is when you need to spend the money. Uh, sometimes people confuse the fact that they're retiring as to when they're going to need to access their 401k. We have some clients that have pensions, and they don't need to touch that money until they're 70 and a half to take money out of their 401k or TSP thrift savings plan in order to have their required minimum distribution satisfied. But certainly you need to have a, a purpose for the money. Most of the time, 
people think it's best to think of money. If you're going to try to grow your money, it needs to be a longer term project. But if you're going to need to start spending some of the money in the short term, that money should be more stable. We want you to take your income from more stable and secure places instead of just taking it from a growth fund or something of that nature. If, if right now your money's in a stable value fund and it sounds like you're not a big risk taker, I'm not sure you should get a lot more aggressive right before you retire. Typically, that's not what we would advise. But again, it depends on how long it's going to be before you need that income to come in uh, when you are retired. So be smart about how you do it. We recommend having a plan. And part of our planning process is looking at when you need to start taking money. And not only that, where to take it from. Do we have any money that's tax preferenced, that's not all IRA money? If that's the case, we want to tell you where to take income from to have the lowest tax situation you can have. Well, we do love taking your questions here on Retirement Income Solutions with the team from Security First Asset Management. If you want to be featured on the show, you can go online and submit a question at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. David writes in from Kathleen, and David says, I have an annuity that I bought nine years ago, and it will mature in a year right around the time my wife is scheduled to retire. I'll have the option of turning it into a lifetime income or moving it into a different investment altogether. Which should I do? David, thanks for the question. It sounds like you might have timed this well, being your wife's about to retire. Uh, Typically, when someone buys an annuity with what they call an income benefit rider, it sounds like that's the one you have, you would want to turn it into income uh, because you've paid for that option. Typically, you have to buy that from the start. And you've been paying a fee to take income from it. So if you were going to change it to something else, it would have to have a dramatically improved situation. So a bigger income payout or lower fees. But it sounds like the planning has been done in in this particular situation. You know when your wife's going to retire, you've got the annuity that's going to be maturing at that time to replace her income. So if, if all that lines up... The interest rate environment hasn't really improved very dramatically in the last 10 years, but it's still worth looking at, always worth looking at, to see if if there's a better deal out there. But before you would go to surrender that, you would certainly want to see if you could have a bigger income stream, reduction in fees, instead of you know just canceling it and changing it to something else because you have been paying a fee an income rider fee on this particular product if you have the option to turn it into lifetime income it's very likely you have and it could be too uh david uh, if you don't have the lifetime income withdrawal benefit you may be talking about annuitizing that what you have so that that's a big difference between those two one's a withdrawal benefit and one is, is actually turning it into a different type of annuity, which is a lifetime income. And you need to compare the two of them for sure. And obviously, compare that lifetime income with another investment because of the low interest rate environment, that might not be in your best interest. So give us a call and let us help you walk through this because it could be one or the other. Yeah, you want to make sure you don't annuitize it. If you do be aware, when you annuitize, you pretty much give up access to the principle that you put into it if you annuitize so very big difference in turning on an income benefit rider or annuitizing so you want to have clarification on that and also if it's like if it is indeed an annuitization for a lifetime income then you have to make the decision whether you wanted a joint or a single life or even a period of time that's guaranteed maybe you know maybe a five or ten year life only lots of confusion with those so if that's the type that it is, certainly you need to know the options clearly 
so that you can make the right right decision. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication in your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who will look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that will protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measure right at 211 feet. We know planning for retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. 
Well, you are listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. For more information about the team or to get more in-depth answers to your questions, reach out to the team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Jerry writes in with a question. He's from Elko. And Jerry says, I'm retiring soon, and I asked my financial advisor when I should think about starting my Social Security. He seemed completely befuddled that I'd even ask him the question and didn't seem to have any insight at all. What am I missing here? Shouldn't that be a basic part of retirement planning? Hey, Jerry, I didn't really know we reached as far as Elko, but that's great. You know, how's things going down in Elko? Don't they have mud bogging down there? <laughs> they, down do. there? they do. It's a big, yeah. big thing in Elko. I mean, that's down there around Perry in that area. Mm-hmm. Maybe an we'll, online we'll listener. That. Yeah, well, we appreciate you writing in, Jerry. And uh, if you're one of those that goes out and uh, get a little mud on you every now and then, hallelujah, my friend. Uh, thanks for listening to our show. It's surprising to me that any financial advisor would be fundable when you start talking about Social Security. So uh, you asked the question, shouldn't this be a basic part of your planning? Absolutely. What we want to make sure of that you understand is that you have to have a paycheck in retirement just like you do when you're working. And Social Security represents a paycheck. It should be part of a retirement plan. It should be part of your retirement income plan. And those sources can come from a pension if you're lucky. Your savings, 401k, IRAs, Roth IRAs, but those aren't predictable and reliable when you take a bucket of money and turn it into a check. A pension is reliable, and so is Social Security. So we're looking for sources of income that are predictable, reliable, and sustainable, and inflation-adjusted, and you have that in Social Security, and it should be part of your planning. So by going through the planning process, we can help you understand when you should take the Social Security, how you can best optimize that, and how does it fit in in your overall retirement income plan? So give us a call, and we'd be happy to sit down and help you understand because we're not befundled at all. We understand how Social Security works. Let's take a question now from Susan, who writes into us from Warner Robins. Susan says, what's better, term life insurance, universal life, or whole life? We get a lot of those types of questions. Yeah, I would I would say, Susan, better for what? That, that's the real question. What's the purpose? If you're looking for something that's going to be inexpensive, term life is the least expensive, but typically only about 2% of those pay off. Did you realize that? When you, when you buy a term policy, only about 2% actually pay the death benefit. That's why it's inexpensive. But goodness, it's catastrophic without it. So if you're a younger person and you're looking for a death benefit that's going to be guaranteed if you pay those premiums for whatever the amount of time it is, 10, 15, 20 years. I think they have 25-year products now. You're going to have a better cost with the term life. But once that term is over, if it's a 20-year, let's say in the 21st year, something happens to you, you don't have any insurance. Unless you renew it. Unless you renew it, and who knows at what rate. But if you let the term expire, it's gone. Uh, secondly, universal life. You can you, you might get a little bit higher potential return with universal life. They can be more flexible. And then with the whole life, they're probably the most stable and least flexible. You know you get a guaranteed dividend. It's going to be a flat amount with that. But universal life and whole life are what we call permanent life insurance. If you pay the premiums and, and you pay them as scheduled, you'll have a, a guaranteed death benefit that will pay you out if something were to happen to you. Also, sometimes we can gear them for income. When you when you overfund them, you can take income out of them in retirement. So what's better depends on where you're at in life. What is it you're trying to accomplish? If you're a younger person, almost always the term is going to be the better deal, unless you're overfunding it to save up for income in retirement that can be tax-free. So uh, 
always matters is what is the purpose of the insurance. Frank is in Dublin and writes into the program. He says, I'm already retired and had planned on my wife working another three years because she's younger than me, not because I'm a tyrant. He (laughs) wants to make sure everybody knows that. Frank, we're glad you love your wife. But we just found out that we're about to be grandparents. Ah, congratulations, Frank. He's for the first time, he says. So she wants to retire this year to help take care of the baby. How do I convince her that is a bad idea? Frank, I, I feel for you. Yeah, Frank, I think I've seen this scenario before. I'm glad you're answering this question. Not me. Are you? Why is that? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell him. You don't want to tell him the truth? <laughs> no, you go ahead. Hey, Frank, listen, uh, I, I, I know probably you're thinking she needs to work for a few more years to either maybe maximize more her pension and or put more money away in her 401k, that's all fine, and paying more into Social Security so she has a bigger check and all those kind of things. I understand why you would be thinking that. But I can tell you, numbers don't lie. So the best thing you can do is is sit down and really forecast out your income streams for the rest of your life, along with the assets and what they can generate, and determine what your real lifetime income can be. And that may come back and say, hey, look, it doesn't matter whether she works today or you know, you know she, she retires three years from now. We, we don't know that without going through that scenario where we adjust it for taxes and inflation and all, all those types of things. And I understand where she's coming from because my wife has, has got 22 grandchildren, and I, I'm sure she likes to spend time with them and as much as your wife will with your future grandchildren. But you don't know the numbers you don't know. And so the only way that you can probably convince her or help her to, to see more clearly is to have a, a comprehensive retirement income plan. And that's what we do. We provide what we call as a lifetime income blueprint. And it can really identify where you are now, what your income needs are going to be, not only for today, but for the rest of your life. And we can run those scenarios of her retiring three years from now versus retiring now so that you can see the difference. When she understands that, maybe she'll come to understand then if she needs to work more, she's free to go ahead and retire now. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people just go with their gut feeling on this, and I feel like I've saved enough, but it, usually it's just a wild guess, you know, and, and uh, so much of it depends on what your income streams are going to be, but I would say the most central thing is your budget. Yeah, if, if absolutely. You've got a what's budget, the lifestyle? Yeah, what's your lifestyle, and is she going to have health care if she retires early? If she Can she get yeah. on yours, you know? Yeah, that, and that, that's yeah. Uh, something to consider, and also, usually... Uh, most of new grandparents go out and kind of spend quite a bit on that new grandchild. They spend a lot of time there. So yeah. knowing what your lifetime expenses are, what, what you really need to live comfortably on for the rest of your life is the most important component. So let's, let's identify that. And then yeah. see what it looks like against the income sources that you can create or are lucky yeah. to have. And who knows, maybe you won't have to tell her that she can't do it. We need to look at the data first and see where we're at. Yeah, that'd be wonderful to sit down and, and find out that she could do it. Then then you don't have to convince her anything. Y'all just do it, right? Thanks for giving us a shout out there. We appreciate you writing in, Frank, and and, and, and thank and congratulations on being a future grandfather. It's a, it's a pretty neat thing. Da- Daniel can't say that yet. No, thank goodness. I've kind of yeah, you, you got a, twenty what? years. Hopefully. Yeah, you got some young kids. You don't you don't have to think that way. No. We got we got our quiver full, so they're they're wonderful. Thanks for listening to our show and, and, and giving us a shout. Appreciate it. Thanks for writing in, Frank. We're glad you featured your question on the show. If you'd like to follow up with Bill and Daniel and sit down and talk a little bit more about your circumstances, a little bit more about what the planning could look like there, reach out, give them a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. 
Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Every angle of the retirement world should be considered from estate planning to tax planning and risk versus safety. All of it is important to consider. Your plan should also be customized. Cookie cutter plans are a no-no. Your plan should be unique to your situation and any true financial analysis will reflect that. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary, at no cost or obligation to you. It should be a fact-finding mission, not a sales pitch out of the gate. So remember the three C's comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our great learning center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on CompleteThePlan.com. That's CompleteThePlan.com. 
Well, you are listening to Retirement Income Solutions, Listen, Plan, and Thrive with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. We're here taking your questions from the mailbag. That's our portion of the show where we just like to hear from you. We love hearing from folks in and around the area, Macon, Dublin, Warner Robins, Perry, all those areas and in between. We love hearing your questions. And if you'd like to have a question on the show, you might have heard me say it before today, but if you'd like to feature your question on the show, submit it online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. We'll get your question on the air. The guys will take it. That's Bill Danner, Daniel Neesmith, local wealth advisors serving you in middle Georgia. All right. Next question on today's show. It comes to us from Vicki. Vicki is in Warner Robins. And Vicki says, it's very likely that my husband and I will be getting divorced within the next year or two. I'm already retired and he'll be retiring in the next couple of years. How is this going to affect my retirement picture if we end up splitting our assets? Vicki, thanks for writing in to us. Uh, you do have a very important uh, question that needs to be answered before you can move on with your life. We understand that. Uh, you're asking whether or not uh, this is going to be detrimental. Uh, not knowing uh, enough about how you took your pension, first and foremost, uh, did you take survivor's benefits with your pension? If you did, then uh, you might want to check in to see if uh, if you go through a divorce, if they can change that to uh lifetime payout for yourself and uh, and not for your husband uh, that would help uh, understanding how your pension might work and and then if you have uh, paid into social security that's another component that you can um, have to your income uh, i think what would be important to do is sit down and kind of take a look at what your income is uh, going to be like when you divorce and uh, what your expenses will be and uh, be able to put a plan together so you need an income plan to projected uh, based off of a single income instead of a dual income. And I think you can be comfortable if you've uh, covered all your bases, but uh, knowing that ahead of time would be something in your best interest. So uh, give us a call back and let's sit down and talk and see if we can't help you put a plan together that will be comfortable for you and, and have a have a good idea of what retirement looks like with being solo instead of a joint couple. This question comes to us from Gideon, Gideon and Kathleen. Gideon is a pastor. It's an appropriate name for a pastor. And he says, I have the opportunity to opt out of paying into Social Security if I want to. Is this something I should do? Gideon, thanks for the question. You know, I would think that the important thing would be the system that you would be paying into instead of Social Security. Are you going to be part of a convention, Southern Baptist Convention, for example, or another type of organization that will help provide a pension in retirement? And I would encourage you, if you don't pay into Social Security, to take the money that you would have been paying and invest it somewhere else. The biggest uh, regret I've seen for folks that didn't pay into Social Security is they didn't end up taking the money that they would have invested and put it somewhere else, either into another pension plan, employer plan, somewhere. So if you do opt out, just make sure that you take that money and save it. Don't just uh, assume that, that your other pension system will be enough to get you by in retirement. Social Security plays a crucial role in most Americans' lives, so you have to make sure you have something to replace it. Let's take a question now from Sam. Sam is in Macon, and Sam, we appreciate you writing into the show. Sam says, I have a whole life insurance policy with a cash value of about $50,000. My kids are in their 30s now, so I don't think I really need life insurance at this point. Should I just cancel the policy and use the cash to pay off my house? A couple of questions I'd uh, ask back to you, Sam. What is the face value of the policy? You indicated the cash value is $50,000. And also, do you know what your cost basis is, meaning how much have you actually paid into it? 
those things are a couple of questions that are important, especially the latter, because when you take the money out, you're going to be taxed at ordinary income levels on anything above your cost basis on that $50,000. And lastly, um, if you're not certain you need the policy in the future, you don't make the decision without actually looking at your overall retirement plan and how the life insurance fits into that for spousal or family inheritance or whatever your intentions are for it. It's always a good thing to pay your house off if you're able to, but you would need to understand any tax consequences before you actually surrender the policy and also understand if the life insurance still plays or may need to play a role in the future in your overall plan. Yeah, I, w- I would say too. You know, even though your your kids are in their thirties and you think that maybe they don't need the money at this point, if you have other assets, life insurance is just such a good way to transfer wealth and surrendering that. If you got fifty thousand dollars as cash value, you probably have a nice death benefit. I would think it'd be almost have to have yeah, yeah a couple hundred thousand or whatever it may be. But that's generally the best way to pass wealth and leave a legacy is that life insurance. So if it's your only option, certainly something to look at. But like Bill was saying, you want to be careful with the taxes and the cost basis and all that. So touch base with us and we'd be glad to walk you through all your options. Yeah, well, we'll help you, help you understand how it fits in the overall plan, not just a piece of in and of itself. That's right. And of course, Sam, if you stick around, we'll course show you how to get in touch with the guys in all the ways but just know now if you want to reach out to them for more in-depth information you can give them a call at 800-987-1443 that's 800-987-1443 thanks for writing in do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind there are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game after all you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Fishing is an art. 
And any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443, no cost, no obligation. Start now, 800-987-1443. In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. We're taking your listener questions here on Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive. Email us a question if you'd like to be featured on the show or just have a question about retirement. You can do that online at completetheplan.com. You can submit your questions there. That's completetheplan.com. This question is from Deborah. Deborah is in Perry. And Deborah says, I want to have a lot of fun and do a lot of traveling when I retire. But to do what I want to do, I'll need to have an income in retirement that's higher than my income while I'm working. Would that be irresponsible? Deborah, it sounds like you're ready to have some fun and, and retire. And certainly that's a, when you first retire, most people are young enough and healthy enough when they do so to be able to travel. When we help people create a lifetime income blueprint, the first thing we're going to look at is your budget, your current budget and your retirement budget. And usually what we'll do is during the first phase of their retirement called the go-go phase because you're young and healthy enough to go and do the things you want, a lot of people do end up spending more money, sometimes 10 15% more money than they did when they were working. The thing is, the thing that makes it more responsible is looking out into the future saying, well, we're going to spend a little bit more money for the first 10, 15 years but that spending would slow down a little bit during the slow-go phase. You wouldn't travel as much probably as you age. And we have to keep money reserved for the no-go phase in case you have health care emergencies, if you need long-term care, nursing home care, at-home care. We want to look at all those different phases of retirement. But what you're talking about is something very common that we do is we plan to have a little bit higher income for the ability to travel, do the things you've put off during your go-go phase when you first retire. But understanding, Deborah, exactly how all that fits in, um, how much money you'll need to spend during the, the go-go years, and having a plan in place will help you uh, be able to retire more with more confidence that you can actually have a plan that works for you. Yeah, it's all about having a comprehensive plan written and looking out into the future, how long that income will last, finding the right amount of money to spend. Yeah, don't want to spend too much, don't want to spend too little and be miserable. That's right. We Spend the right amount. Just right so you can thrive and enjoy retirement. It's the Goldilocks plan. Just right. That's Just right. right. Goldilocks. Thanks for writing in, Deborah. All right. This next question comes to us from Mary. Mary is in Dublin. And Mary says, I'm 62 and have about $1.4 million. How much can I spend yearly without running out? Mary, this is a great question. I think we talk about income all the time on the show, don't we, guys? We sure do. And Mary, to begin with, we compliment you on your... Um diligence and saving uh, at 62 and 1.4 million that's a that's a job well done 
Well, you're now in the same uh, bucket a lot of people have. We don't know whether or not you're going to have a pension. You didn't mention that. Uh, maybe you have to create a pension when you pull 1.4 million, and that's that's the norm. Most people will retire now with their Social Security if it's intact, and also their savings to to have a retirement income. So what you have to do is have a plan in place that can help you understand how much you can spend and. Uh, how to invest the money appropriately so you don't outlive it. So your question is, how much can you take out without uh, spending it all, all down? I mean, you don't want to do that. Obviously, you don't want to outlive your money. And the only way you'll know that is to have a comprehensive plan in place. And that's what we do. We put together what we call the Lifetime Income Blueprint, which will help you understand how much money you can comfortably spend every day, every year of your life, up until your life expectancy and even beyond. If you want to plan 100, we can do that. So it's about, not about uh, the 1.4 million, it's about how much income can the 1.4 million provide you for your lifetime without running out of money. Yeah, and if this is an IRA assets and you may have a social security and a pension, who, who knows what else you have, you, you don't wanna take out too much to pay the taxes on it, but the 1.4 certainly should be enough to fund a good retirement, and uh, so congratulations on that. It's all based off a of lifestyle. What kind of lifestyle are we gonna live? What, what is the cost to that, and how do we generate the income to support that? Thanks for writing in, Mary. Of course, if you want to talk more details about that, you want to get into your goals, you want to get into your lifestyle with the guys, you can reach out to the team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Thanks for writing in. Let's take a question now from George here on Retirement Income Solutions. This question, again, is from George in Byron. He's in Byron. And he says, I have all of my retirement savings in one IRA. Should I move some of it elsewhere to be diversified? Well, George, it just depends on how you're invested inside of that IRA. You can have an IRA with 40, 50 different types of investments in it. Uh, it really just depends on... Uh, what you're trying to accomplish now if you if you have all of your your assets in one mutual fund inside of that IRA then you may want to further diversify but just having one IRA doesn't mean you're not fully diversified it really depends on what you own inside of it you want to you want to not only own a variety of different things and you want to ha- always have something blooming if you think of a garden you know you you don't want to have everything planted the same way. You want to have some things that are going to bloom at different times. That's what diversification does. It gives you that well-rounded portfolio. But if you just own one fund or very small number of stocks, that would be something more concerning. But just because you have all your money in one IRA, that does not limit the number of holdings you could have in there. We're going to take a question now from Billy. Billy is in Warner Robins, and Billy bit of an interesting question here for you guys. He says, my parents lived in Germany for a while and had a home there that I inherited. I only travel there once every two years, but the house has sentimental value to me. At what point should the impracticality of keeping the home outweigh the sentiment? Hey, Billy, uh, let me give you my uh, address and you can send me all the details. Uh, I'll have a place I can stay if I go to Germany. Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to go over there and travel the highways in a, <laughs> a little vacation in, home in, in the in the right kind of car. So, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that's that's cool. I understand the sentimental value if your parents had it and you actually lived there and uh, have a lot of great memories of that. I, I guess to answer your question, at what point uh, does it mean that it's no longer practical that you own such a thing? Well, I would say as we retire, we know we could be on a lot less of a an income than we're accustomed to. So when the expenses of maintaining the home and paying the taxes and the upkeep and et cetera, 
outweigh the sentimental value would be probably the time to uh, to look at divesting yourself. And it could be a, a place that is uh, greatly appreciated in value as well. So it could be a really kind of a, a fallback for you financially if you get in a bind or you need uh, resources beyond those which you currently have, uh, depending on your age and and, you, and how long you actually live. So it's probably not uh, bad to hang on to it, uh, but it gets to the point where it's difficult for you to maintain financially and uh, physically, then then maybe become impractical to own. So anything in Europe, I'm sure, is worth some money. So you've probably got, uh, you've got something you can hang on to for a while. I'd love for you guys to speak to the lifestyle change element in retirement as well as it pertains to this question because I've heard you often on the show speak to that idea of in retirement maybe – Say, let's say Billy has the income to maintain the home and continue to visit right now. Maybe he's just retiring, and if so, perhaps he's really active. But then as you progress in retirement, maybe health care becomes an issue and you're not getting out of the house as much as you age. Kind of speak to what that might look like to keep a house now while you're active in retirement and traveling, but then slowing down as you get older. Well, that's certainly true. Uh, having a home in Europe, uh, you know, everything seems to be pretty close by there. So having a home there and and, and having that be a place that you can uh, can travel to other parts of the of the continent on would be be wonderful. But it gets to the point where if you're not using it or you're not able to capitalize on it by being a VRBO or something like that, where you generate income off of it, then it becomes an expense and. Uh, when we own it, we have to take care of it and uh, maintain it. I'm not sure what the taxes would be like over there, but I can't imagine that there anything <laughs> that we'd want to keep long term if we weren't using the property or generating some income from it. So if it's not going to be used and it's simply for sentimental, then there is a, a crossover point, I would think, in his life where where you know it's no longer practical to own. But uh, when the go-go years is, it could be very beneficial. It could be an income generator. It could be a VRBO or something like that. So not a bad uh, thing, but uh, it will get to the point where it may not be uh, in his best interest to own. Sure. And thanks again, Billy, for writing in. That's certainly an interesting situation and uh, cool that you have those memories and the ability to go and travel like that. I know a lot of people would kill to have a house like that. So that's pretty cool that you're in that situation. And, of course, if you'd like a more in-depth advice as to what you should do, you can reach out to the guys. Call 800-987-1443. That's your number for the team at Security First Asset Management. Again, that number is 800-987-1443. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review, and we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit, and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio, and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? 
This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill Danner isn't just one of your great hosts here on Retirement Income Solutions. He's also the president and CEO of Security First Asset Management. As an independent investment advisor representative, he has numerous years of experience helping people just like you in middle Georgia create sound, conservative retirement plans. His main mission is to keep his clients thriving through their retirement years. To sit down with Bill and his team and talk about how they might be able to help you, call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Many retirees from some of the area's biggest companies turn to Bill to help guide them through retirement, and he can help guide you. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know that the Allman Brothers Band, Jason Aldean, and Little Richard have all called Macon Home? Keep listening to Retirement Income Solutions and build a financial plan that'll make you sing. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive with the team from Security First Asset Management. That's Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. I'm Mark Haywood. Along with the guys on today's show, we're taking your email question. And this one comes from Mark. Another Mark on the show. Good to hear from another Mark out there in the world. Mark says, I feel that I need to reduce the risk in my portfolio. By the way, he's from Kathleen. I feel the need to reduce the risk in my portfolio, but I don't know where to turn. I've looked at bonds, I've looked at annuities, and I've looked at just moving to cash, but all of those options have drawbacks that I don't like. What am I supposed to do? Well, Mark, I think what you may be doing here is thinking that you have to put all your money into one type of investment. What you should do is think about having different buckets of money that have different purposes. Everyone needs safety, liquidity, and return with their money. Now, you can't get all that in any one investment. You mentioned here you want to reduce the risk in your portfolio. Let's just say you did move the money into a money market or a CD. Uh, well, the, the downside to that is that you're not going to get much of a return at all with that type of an investment. And remember, you need safety, liquidity, and return. In the bank, you can get safety and liquidity, but very little return. On the flip side, keeping it like it is all in the stock market, you can get potentially a return and you have liquidity, but no guarantee of safety. So the way we accomplish having all three of those is to have different monies with different purposes. So maybe keep some money in the market. That should be your long-term growth money. Get you some dividend-paying investments for your middle term, and then have some principal-protected investments for the monies that you want to keep safer 
and uh, you still have access to some of that money in the short term as well. You can't get all of them into any one investment, so think about expanding that and having purposes for different buckets of money. Let's take a question now from Doug. Doug is in Kathleen, and Doug says, I don't like my 401k investment options, but my company says I'm not eligible to roll the money into an outside account. I know people who have moved their 401k in the past, so how does this work? Well, Doug, uh, it's all age-based. That's how the plan works. The IRS code allows a, an individual, if the plan allows it, to do an, a self-directed rollover at age 59 and a half. So the, the key words here is a self-directed IRA, age-based, the age being 59 and a half. So if the plan allows it, when you turn 59 and a half, you can, in most cases, roll out 100% of your vested money. In some cases, maybe not all the contributing money from the employer, unless the plan allows it. But you can actually transfer, roll all that over into your own individual self-directed IRA, meaning you can place it with another investment firm, such as ours. It becomes an IRA instead of a 401k, and it still continues to grow tax-deferred and that's uh, basically the simplicity of it. And you'd have all the options there are out there in the marketplace to invest your money. You can well diversify it. You can uh, sector driven. You can invest it any way you want to. But we'd advise you to invest it based on a retirement plan. So simplistically answering your question, simply it can be done at age 59 and a half. The plan allows it. Then you can you can roll it over to your own individual IRA. Let's take a question now from Claire on the mailbag. Claire writes in from Byron and she says, my husband simply refuses to retire because he says he can't imagine life without a paycheck, but he's approaching 70 and I really think it's time for him to walk away. What can I do to convince him that he should retire? Well, your your husband, Claire, he probably just wants some confidence that if he does walk away that everything will be okay that's why it's so important to have an income plan and an income plan is going to show you in writing with easy to understand graphics how long your money and income will last how it will provide you and pay for your lifestyle over the rest of your life without that it's going to it's going to be very scary for people to retire. People, It's hard to visualize monthly income and how much that income will impact your portfolio value over the rest of your lifetime. But with an income plan, it shows you very clearly how that will work. So he probably just needs the confidence to pull the trigger there and go ahead and retire. And I think that will probably be the only thing that will convince him to do so. Is uh, you know you're going to take the income, the the savings that he has, and create an income plan and withdraw monies. He needs to know how much to spend from which source. So all of these things can be tied together in our lifetime income blueprint. When we do that, it'll probably inspire him to to go ahead and, and retire. And unless he just really loves working, but maybe he can cut back to part time. It may not be a money issue, but if it is, having the confidence to retire, knowing you're going to have enough income is the really the best way to do it. Time now to take a question from Lou. Lou writes in from Kathleen and Lou says, I read that in order to replace 75% of your income when you retire, you'll need 17 times your annual salary saved by the age of 60. If you can live on 50% of your income, you'll need 12 times your annual income saved. Do you think this is a fairly accurate rule of thumb? I believe all of us are in trouble if that's a good rule of thumb. (laughs) I think that's a hard way to look at it. Lou, what we really need to look at is what our expenses truly are. And, and you start to think about it. If you're accustomed and, uh, to living on 
whatever your take home is now, if it represents nine or 90 or 85% of your gross, whatever it is, that's your lifestyle. If you're comfortable living on that, then that's what you have to replace. And the rule of thumbs uh, are just that, the rule of thumbs. What reality is, you have to look at your sources of income. Uh, are you going to have a pension? Uh, Social Security plays a role in your income. Understanding what your expenses and lifestyle expenses are, meaning your must-haves and want-to-haves, and then your savings. Uh, the best way to do it is back into the number. Find out what your lifestyle expenses are going to be. Look at your sources of income that you'll have, whether it be a pension if you're lucky enough, or your Social Security, and then look at your bucket of money to determine how much money you're going to have to have. So if all you have is Social Security, then and if that represents 40% of your income needs, then you need to back into the number and dictate what kind of gross money do you need to have that would generate the paycheck to equal the 75% or 80% or whatever it is you're driving for. So there's no one set uh, amount for anybody. It's all based on your lifestyle and uh, on your age and um, on your goals and what you're trying to accomplish in, in retirement. So we can't just say you need a million bucks. You may need a whole lot more than that, but it's understanding what, how you live, the lifestyle you live will dictate how much money you're going to have to put away and how much money that can generate as a paycheck. Yeah, you you used to hear the number 4%. You need 4%. You give yourself a raise. 4% of your uh, portfolio value would be what you would withdraw and over a 30-year period. But what people have found and what studies have shown is that interest rates have been lower than what they were when those studies were run. And out into the future, they're likely to remain low. And so the general rule of thumbs that you, you hear about so frequently won't work out out into the future. That's why we, we recommend looking at the lifetime income blueprint instead of just trying to pick some arbitrary percentage. It's all about the paycheck. It's about the income. It's not about the bucket of money. It's how much can the money generate in income. Well, as always, we've really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have questions about retirement, we're happy to answer them, and we're standing by after the show throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And we're always online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.